another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today we're going to be joined by Jeff Garcia, who's going to be our special guest. He is the lead Spurs writer for News 4 San Antonio and also Fox 29 San Antonio. So without further ado, how are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to an uneventful Spurs trade day day week. (laughs) But other than that, looking forward also to the rodeo road trip. And hopefully it's a successful one. And the Spurs uh, help that uh, poor road record. 10 to 15, not good. But hopefully... Uh, they'll fix that, and if there's any time they're going to do it, it's going to do it now. They're going to have to do it in the next eight days. Yeah, but before we dive into that, let me ask you a question. Did you fall asleep in the Super Bowl, or did you man- manage to power oh, through I the whole could. thing? You, you know what? <laughs> uh, not only did I fall asleep, I also was just thoroughly disappointed because we were robbed of sweet victory by SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, God. I mean, my goodness. It teased Joe, you. I, it teased the crap out of me. I mean, my goodness, how do they say they're going to play one of the most epic songs ever at a halftime performance and they only showed two clips of it and that was it. So, but other than that, it was a snooze fest. Glad the NFL is over. It's pretty much Patriots again, blah, blah, blah. And now we're going to focus everything on the NBA. True enough. We're going to focus on the NBA. And like you said, everybody's been asking me this question even before we cut on air uh, and start recording right now, they're like, what's going on with the Spurs? Are they going to make a trade? The trade deadline's coming up. And you just hinted at it. Yeah. There, there's nothing that's going to pretty much happen. Trade deadline's yeah, going to come I mean, and go. That's about it. Yeah, if anything, it'll be waiver wire. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, you know, who, what players get released, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, I think that's where the Spurs will make their move. I mean, yes, you're going to hear over and over again, Spurs are interested in this player. The Spurs are in talks with this, and the Spurs are eyeing this. But at the end of the day, I don't think anything will come out of it. True enough, man. So, yeah, there, there you have it. From the Woj of all things Spurs <laughs> here in San Antonio, Jeff Garcia just let you guys know not a damn thing's going to happen. So quit asking. Not a damn thing. <laughs> yep. And anybody so one else thing that is happening is is the rodeo road trip, right? Yeah, rodeo road trips are coming up. So we got to. Start the rodeo road trip on the road tonight. We're going to be going up against the Sacramento Kings. And I got to tell you, Jeff, you know, just based on the way I've seen the Spurs in this four-game homestand, and they've had fits with teams like the lonely Phoenix Suns and the much-improved, yep. you know, Brooklyn Nets. Let's, let's not say that the Brooklyn Nets are a trash team. They're a lot better. They're probably going to be one of the most improved teams this season, I mean, are they going to make the playoffs? Maybe, you know. Are they going to get bounced if they do? Probably. But when the Spurs let teams <laughs> like the Nets and the Phoenix Suns almost steal one away from them, and it's because the Spurs just have lapses on defense in the fourth quarters. I mean, there's just no excuse for it. It's like Popovich keeps on saying, you know, oh, we're going to need to clean that up or we're going to have to work harder on that. And he's been preaching this all season, Jeff. I mean, we're at this juncture where we're more than halfway through the season. They're on the rodeo road trip. They're getting that started off tonight against the Kings. It's an eight-game road trip. I mean, how do you think this team is going to do given their their lack of, you know, defensive intensity, you know, that they can't sustain through four quarters? What do you think they're going to do? Yeah. 
Yeah, I got them going 500 on this uh, road trip, four and four. There's uh, a couple teams, more than a couple teams that, uh, you know, are going to be tough to contend with. Uh, Remember, they're playing at Golden State, at Toronto, at Portland, at Utah, uh, um, at Nets. And you may scoff at that, but the Nets are a really good team this season. Uh, So there's a few teams on their uh, slate that looks like could be penciled in for L's, uh, but then you also, on the reverse, there are games where they should be able to win at Sacramento, at New York. So hopefully the Spurs will prove me wrong and get above 500 record. But considering how they finished their four-game homestand, and I get it, four games in San Antonio, four wins, uh, overall a five-game winning streak heading into tonight's contest for Sacramento. But it's how they've been playing. The defense has been suspect. They're blowing leads. Case in point, their win over the Pelicans. Uh, they had a 20-plus point lead heading into the final frame, only to see it evaporate down to three points. Unex- it's inexcusable, especially a team that did not have Anthony Davis or Julius Randle. Same thing goes for a, a win over the Nets, 127-125. Same thing for the Suns. They eked out a win. They've been putting up points. There's no doubt about that. But defensively, they have not been shining. And if they're going to win games in the rodeo road trip, they got to get it done. The defensive end, they're going to have to slow down Golden State. Good luck. Uh, Portland, CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, good luck. Overall, it's, it's a daunting task. Hopefully the Spurs will prove me wrong, but I'm looking at four and four. Yeah, you know, and I'd have to say that my expectation or my pretty much what I was thinking or conceiving that the road trip was going to, I guess the road, the rodeo road trip record was going to be, was probably going to be five and three. It's my original Mm -hmm. prediction, but given the way that they've been playing and not being able to close out in the fourth quarter and allowing teams to come back, your four and four prediction is, is very realistic. And then, you know, like we said, I think it was last season, the Spurs went, I believe two and four on the rodeo road trip. So if they can get two more wins than they did last season, mm-hmm. they're moving in the right direction, yeah. but it's going to be hard, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, look, you factor in this too. They're not going to have Derek white to start the rodeo road trip. There's uh, reports that he will not be able to be available for at warriors at blazers. That's your starting point guard. The same Derek white that's been on fire of late. Now they're gonna, you know, rearrange everything. Um, you know, Patty Mills, maybe Brent Forbes, maybe uh, you know Lonnie Walker. Oh no, you know, did they go that far? <laughs> Don't know. But you're losing your starting point guard, a guy who's been doing it on the defensive end too. He's been uh, really locking down uh, players on the defensive end, so it doesn't bode well for San Antonio. It does not bode well for San Antonio, and especially when we're going to be playing teams that have a dynamic point guard, and you know, you have. The Golden State Warriors, and they we all know they have Steph Curry, and you know they got some people that can get up and down the floor and, and make some shots. And Clay Thompson, you know, in the supporting cast, Draymond Green, and the Snake Kevin Durant. And then you look, mm-hmm. and they have the Trailblazers, which always give them fits, especially at the point guard position. You know, you have C.J. McCollum, you have Damian Lillard, you know, and then you're going to go to the Utah Jazz, which the Jazz have finally started getting things together, and they they're starting to roll and click on all cylinders. I mean, you have Joe Ingles, you have uh, Dante, Donovan Mitchell, should I say, who's a really good player in his own right. And, you know, I mean, this and Rudy Gobert is at center. Um, 
I don't know, man. This they're going to be some tough matchups for the Spurs on the road. Oh yeah, and they're going to have to go to the grindhouse to play against the Grizzlies and Kyle Anderson, who you know he's circling these dates, Jeff. Yeah, look, uh, we got Rudy Gobert, who's uh, pretty much uh, cried. He cried because he didn't get the nod <laughs> for the All Star game, and many point to Lamarcus Aldridge as the guy that he should have, re- you know, re- replaced, or he you know, Lamarcus Aldridge should not have taken the spot. So that's going to be fuel there. Overall, this is going to be a daunting task. Not to say the Spurs can't do it, but they're going to have to cross their T's and dot their I's on the defensive end. Let me remind you, on the defensive end, because they've been allowing teams to score on average of 115 or 112, 115 plus in the last few games. So this is not good defensively. Offensively, I think they're fine. Defensively, I think they're suspect. And I get it. Five-game winning streak, hey, W's or W's, doesn't matter. And I get that. But, you know, they got home cooking in the last four games. They're not going to have that beginning tonight in Sacramento. No, they're not going to have that beginning tonight in Sacramento. But, you know, they can get this thing done. They just gonna, they're just going to have to play smart basketball. And that means, you know, keeping the turnovers to a minimum, trying to play decent defense. I mean, let's be honest. They're not... They're not going to be in the top of the league as far as a defensive presence, but they can play decent enough, you know, to to ink out a win. The only thing that they really need to worry about is how they close out the game. I think their defensive intensity through the first three quarters has been fine. It's when they get to that fourth quarter, they allow these teams to outscore them. I believe against the uh, Pelicans, they got outscored in that fourth quarter 30-19, to 19, and they were going in with the 20-point lead. So you're just like, wow, you know, you can't have things like that happen and then hope to, you know, that the other team's going to miss or, you know, things are going to go your way. You got to make things go your way and you got to get after it on the defensive end, you know, and that's that's the thing that I think is really irritating, not just to me, but to Spurs fans in general is this. I don't know. It's just this lack of defensive intensity that they're not able to sustain. But, you know, at this point, part of the season I think it's just something we're just going to have to live with this is who this team is some nights they're great other nights I mean (laughs) it's a nail-biter I think we've all had these these games that we've watched Jeff especially me and you since we stay up late to to cover these games Mm -hmm. and you're going for that fourth fifth cup of coffee and you're biting your nails you're like oh my god you know you can't even say it's a sure win if you're up by 30 points anymore you know it's it's one of these seasons yeah I know yeah, it's been one of those seasons. Um, hopefully, hopefully the Spurs will get an above 500 record because they need it. They're 10 to 15 away from San Antonio heading into tonight's contest. Uh, they're, you know, at this point, it's you know it's a possibility, but should it be not a surprise if at the end of the day they get a a, a five through eight seed where they're going to have to be on the road. Uh, so they're going to have to really shore up their road presence, and it begins on the defensive end. Yeah, and I got to ask you one important question. The one question that is on the mind of all Spurs fans. On this rodeo road trip, there's one game in particular that we're all looking forward to. We got our revenge on the fake number two and, and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. I'll say his name. Uh, so now we're going to go and see if we can get a win in Toronto. So without further ado, let me go ahead and play a little jingle that I've been saving just for this occasion. All right, play I don't it. even know where you're sitting at, but... Ha 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 
Okay, I just played the Kawhi Leonard, you know, intro that they had mm-hmm. for the <laughs> NBA, the where he has his voice. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, we had to, we you, had to you, play you, that. You just had to, didn't you? I had to, man, you know. <laughs> so let me ask you, how do you think the Spurs are going to do when they go against Kawhi Leonard and the evil empire, the Toronto Raptors? Uh, you know, I think it'd be a tough game. Um, you know, they're, it's an emotional game for DeMar DeRozan, his return back to Canada, the first team that he uh, suited up in the NBA with. Uh, and he's still beloved there and did many memories there. Uh, also, um, you know, Yaka Pertle too. You know, then there's Danny Green and obviously Kawhi Leonard and, and Spurs. It's, it's, it's going to be an energy-filled game. I expect DeMar DeRozan to put it on his former team, but my goodness, you know, it's gonna. It's a tough place to beat uh, Toronto. That's in their gym. They have one of the better records in the NBA, home records that is in the NBA. I, I just see it being an emotional game. But at the end of the day, I think the Spurs get that uh, loss. Ah, man, that that one's a tough one for me. On that one, I know emotions are going to be at an all-time high. This is going to be a tough game for Demar Derozan since I mean he spent so many years in Toronto, and when it, yeah, and when you come back either. You're going to have a great game or you're going to have one of those games pretty much like Kawhi did when he came back to the AT&T Center. Yeah. Kind of fade away. Yeah, well, well the, the, the good news is that DeMar DeRozan won't get booed. Yeah, So there's, there's that. Well, he does have that karma on his side since this was not his fault. <laughs> he didn't ask to yeah, be traded. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if he has any interaction with the uh, – Raptors GM, you know, he doesn't have oh, any man. love loss for uh, that guy. Uh, after reportedly the Raptors GM told DeMar that he's safe, he won't be traded, and then boom, look what happened. He got traded. Yeah, so I, I, given all this, I think the Spurs get that win, Jeff. I'm going to have to say it's not going to be a blowout win. I think it's going to be another nail-biter, but I I would love it if DeMar DeRozan sinks the game-winning shot with as time expires. That'd be That'd be great. I'm I'm hoping for that too. And I'm hoping he shoots that game-winning shot right after, right over Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> You're just all about getting vengeance on number two. Yes, we need to get our vengeance on him. But you know, another game that that scares me, and I'm going to tell you why. The Spurs have had their their fair trouble with the Knicks from time to time, man. So there's <laughs> you look at this, you know, game, and you're like, oh, this is going to be one of these easy wins. No, man. This, especially against teams like, you know, starting off on the road against the Kings. That one, I think, is going to be a nail biter. And then this is another yeah. game that I think is going to be one of these games where the Spurs are going to have trouble because if and and if they do manage to get the win against the Raptors, if they're going to expend a lot of energy. Emotions are running out at an all time high. Then you're going to come down. And then a couple days later, two days later, on the 24th of uh, February, you're going to be in Madison Square Garden facing the lowly Knicks. But you know, let's 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 be honest. They're tanking for Zion, but you never know what team's going to show up. And if the Spurs just aren't feeling it, because they had all that magic that they could give, and and they got the win against the Raptors, this is a game that they could easily lose, and that's that scares me because if they lose against the Nets the next night, they've played the Nets, a much improved mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets team, and yeah. these are the two games that I would hope that the Spurs could easily get wins. You know, on the road, but there's no guarantee. And and these are the ones that these this back to back against the Knicks and the against the Knicks and the Nets scares the hell out of me, Jeff. I mean, how do you feel? 
Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'm not too worried about the Knicks. Uh, they're reeling. They just completed a deal, sent away um, uh, Porzingis to the Mavs. And in exchange, they got some young talent, Dennis Smith Jr. from the, from Dallas. Uh, but all in all, you know, it, it's a rebuilding team. They, the, they'll stay competitive, but uh, it's, it's still the Knicks. Now, the Nets, that's a whole different uh, beast. Uh, the Nets, yeah, D'Angelo Russell playing out of his mind. He's an all-star. Uh, you, you got Lavert playing very well. This is a team constructed by former uh, Spurs Sean Marks. So he's playing, he's building this team in, in, the, in the Spurs mold. And it shows that uh, one of the better records, um, they're taking teams down to the wire. They took the Spurs down to the wire in San Antonio. I think of the two, I think the Nets uh, will give the uh, Spurs bigger fits than the Knicks. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. But again, I don't know, man. This Knicks team, it, it just, this game just scares me, dude. <laughs> I hope that they can get the win and still be hey, focused you know, enough. You know what about that Knicks, uh, the MSG? I was at Kawhi Leonard's final game as a spur <laughs> in Madison Square Garden. So that, that that gym has a lot of memories for me. Not only 99, the first uh, Spurs trophy, but then there's the final game of Kawhi Leonard as a spur. Uh, so it, it should be a fun night, but I, I think the Spurs will trounce uh, the Knicks, Knicks. in okay. Madison Square Garden. Well, then they're going to round up the rodeo road trip against a team that notoriously gives them trouble. You know, I don't know if it's a matchup issue that they have or I don't know what's going on, but it seems like the Pistons have had their number. You know, they play them tough. And I don't know, this one is going to be either the Spurs are going to just come out and really be competitive or they're just going to be tired because they've had a, a monstrous, you know, rodeo road trip. And this is the last yeah. game and they're just going to be exhausted. So this game, I'm going to have to say that they're going to drop this one on the road. Jeff, I don't know about you. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, that that's a, that definitely it could be scribbled in as an L for San Antonio. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the trade deadline is uh, fast approaching, but if they stand pat, you know, you got uh, you got Jackson, you got Griffin, you got Andre Drummond. Well, Marcus Aldridge is going to have his hands full contending against that guy. All in all, you know, they're they're a tough, scrappy team. Uh, they're taking teams down to the wire. I would not be surprised if the Spurs drop that game in Detroit in the Little Caesars Arena, which I, I'm glad I'm not there every day because I think I get fat just every eating all the pizza there. But For real. It, 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 yeah, I know, but it, it should it should be a thrilling game. I think that game could go uh, down to the wire as well. Again, it all begins the defense, uh, Joe. And if the Spurs cannot bring their defense and it starts tonight in Sacramento, then that's not a good sign moving forward. So if they want to set the tone for the Detroit and the New York and the Knicks and, and Brooklyn, it starts tonight on the defensive end. And if they can get the de- defense on par, Without Derek White, I think the Spurs should be okay, but it's not starting off on the right foot without Derek White. Yeah, that's the scary thing, you know, is that they're yeah. without Derek White. So who's going to wind up getting the start, you know, tonight? Is it going to, are they going to yeah. wind up going with Bryn Forbes? Are they going to go with Patty Mills? I mean, are they going to yeah. put in, you know? So somebody's got to come off the bench. It, 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 <laughs> it, yeah, somebody's got to come off the bench, and it could be by committee, you know, point guard by committee. You know, Rudy Gay, it's not uncommon to see him uh, take the ball up the court. So we'll just see what happens. It, you know, this is going to be an interesting road road trip. But if anything, history's on the Spurs' side. They've never lost a game to the Kings on the road road trip. So ta-da, hopefully they'll get that going tonight up in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that trend will continue in history 
well, like you said, we'll be on the Spurs side. So they need to start off the rodeo road trip with a win. The last thing you want to do is lose on the road right as you're starting this this monstrous, you know, rodeo road trip off and then have that negativity just kind of, you know, be on you and just, you know, it weighs heavy on you sometimes. You need to start off with the win. That way you can build upon that versus having mm-hmm. a loss and then trying to recover from it. So hopefully right. they start off the right on the right foot tonight against the Sacramento Queen, the Sacramento Kings. I'm sorry. Uh, I, saw I was going to say the Queens. Queens. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you meant that. That's I did mean that. Talk. I did mean that, man. That's what we call them behind the scenes. The Sacramento Queens. <laughs> I think Shaq started that trend. Yeah, more than likely he yeah. did. I believe he's the one that first started when they had those, uh, you know, uh, legendary matchups. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are good. Those are they were fun to watch. Yeah, so I got to ask you, Beard, before we go ahead and end this episode, what is your expectation coming away from this rodeo road trip? If you have something that you would like the Spurs to come away with, what expectation is that, Jeff? Uh, I like for them to come away with the uh, with with, and I get it. It's so cliche, you know, about them the chemistry and it develops away from San Antonio during this period of time in the regular season. But considering this is a roster overhaul, you know, Kyle Anderson, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, Mono Ginobili, Tony Parker gone, just retirement or traded or free agency. So this is a brand new team. Um, now they're going to get that time to really gel. You know, it, it sucks to not have Derek White to begin the trip, but it is what it is. So now we're going to see what this team is made of. Now we're going to see just how far along this team is at this point of their schedule. Uh, Popovich talked about that after the win over the Pelicans in San Antonio, saying, yes, the, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, that he's he likes that this time of the season is where he gets to see the team hanging out in shoot-arounds, in the foxholes he described, or uh, who's eating with who and who's hanging out with who. That kind of chemistry the Spurs are going to need if they want to have any success in the second half of the NBA season. And they're going to do it tonight in Sacramento. So I expect them to gel on the court, and I think that's what we need to see, more chemistry from a team that is practically brand new. they got a half a season under the belt together, now they're really going to be united as they're away from San Antonio for eight games. So you heard it here, here first from Jeff Garcia. My expectation is I just want this team to get better defensively. You know, I want them yeah. to really start coming together as a team and don't have these fourth quarter lapses anymore. You got to clean that up because if you're going to make a run in the postseason and you hope to go further than just the first round, you can't have these these fourth quarter defensive lapses. When you have the lead, you're allowing a team to come back and potentially beat you and upset you. You you can't have these mistakes continually happen and hope to go deep into the postseason. So my thing is, I hope they come away as a better defensive team than when they first hit the road. So we'll just yeah. have to see if that in fact does happen. But it would be great to see as a you know really some of these younger players that you ha- you had uh, mentioned before to get some playing time. You know, you want to see mm-hmm. more playing time for Alani Walker, you know, maybe even Shizeme Metu. And yeah. it would be great if the Spurs, you know, had comfortable leads maybe sometime, you know, during this rodeo road trip where Popovich could insert these younger players 
in the fourth quarter and allow them to get some some quality minutes mm-hmm. and some playing time because it helps with experience and confidence moving forward just like in case somebody winds up getting injured so which we hope that yeah. does not happen but you have to be prepared and you can't expect well, to throw a rookie yeah. in the fire and hopefully another thing this is not a sign that Dirk White's out for the first three games of the road road trip and with the NBA trade deadline coming up soon this week so hopefully oh. there's no smoke and then there's going to be a fire later on this week because uh, it'll really be um, you know interesting to see what the Spurs do at the trade deadline. But I don't think they'll do anything. You know, this 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 injury is a little suspicious, but maybe it is what it is. It's just simply an injury. Hopefully, it stays as that. Yeah, I'm just hoping that Popovich is is erring on the on the side of caution. You know, yeah, how he usually too. does with like Rudy Rudy Gay when yeah. he hurt his heel. You know, don't bring and, him back and, too and early. Think about it too. You know. A team that had a complete roster overhaul, do they need to have another roster overhaul bringing a new guy in again at this yeah. point of the season? It's hard for me to believe that a deal will be made. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I don't, I don't see anything being made. I mean, yeah. really, there's really no need to, to push the issue. You know, the yeah. the pieces that you could have traded for, I mean, they're going to be available or one of the most attractive uh, pieces that you can trade for. You can trade for will yeah. be available this summer in Anthony Davis, if the Spurs are willing to to go that yep. route, you know, and unload the attractive, uh, unattractive uh, contract of Paul Gasol, which they probably won't, but <laughs> we can always dream. <laughs> and who wants that? Who wants that uh, guy on their roster? Unless you're the Cavs that are tanking for uh-huh. Zion, then go for it. There you go. All right. Well, before we go ahead and end this episode, where can everybody get a hold of you and, you know, see all the great content that you're releasing on social media? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Go to the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio, Fox 29 San Antonio, and check out Locked On Spurs, a uh, part of the Locked On NBA Network. Uh, I am the host of that show. Uh, Joe is a frequent guest. So come on out, subscribe, listen, and enjoy all the content at the Spurs Zone and at Locked On Spurs. Yeah, so make sure you go and give Jeff a follow. And he likes to talk, you know, so make sure yep. you go and hit him up. As, as long as you have something interesting to say and you can keep it, you know, respectable don't come in there you know watch your mouth exactly watch your mouth (laughs) (laughs) i'll get i'll I'll let joe on you guys joe will take care of the business (laughs) he's the muscle yeah so you can also find us two shots podcast all on you know facebook twitter instagram and it's all spelled out t-w-o-s-h-o-t-s podcast and you can also find us on the internet at two shots sa and see all the great content that we have there for you guys from our other family of podcasters on the two shots podcast network So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind. We're out. Peace.